Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to What If You Just Imagine, the show that keeps your imagination and dreams soaring. He's a radio talk show host, author of the popular book, A Pocket Full of Prayers, A Heart Full of Hope, and a faith-based intuitive. For over 20 years, Mary has shared her intuitive, angelic guidance with clients from all over the world and from all walks of life. Mary's clients have called her the soul whisperer, as she has the gift to ignite passion and create results from hearing the voice within their soul. Mary's goal is simple, to make your life better than it was the day before. Mary is the founder of Global Healing Solutions. Welcome back to What If You Just Imagine, and we're continuing our show on the book, Sarah, by Esther and Jerry Hicks. It's about a little girl, Sarah, who is able to speak to a wise old owl called Solomon. But the lessons in here are for all of us at any age. And even though this book is written for a younger uh, generation, I would imagine the lessons and ideas are ageless. So we start with intending to feel good, the chapter Intend to feel good. And I thought this morning, why would somebody wake up and intend not to feel anything but good? But sometimes we really do get off the the rails as such and things start to happen during the day and our intention loses more and more of its power as circumstances come into life and we begin to not feel so good by the end of the day and perhaps even as we get into bed at night and review the day we can start to begin to unravel and see just where did our feelings from intending to feel good go by the wayside and Solomon talks about this with uh, Sarah as she has this little perch that she would look over the water on a bridge and they're knocking the bridge down and rebuilding it and this little perch that she used to lean over and watch the the water go down the waterfall and she would go there and and think about just life and they were taking it down and it's like how dare they so she brings this problem to Solomon and this is how it starts so Sarah looked at Solomon. That's just how it happens, isn't it, Solomon? Some things happen, some things that we can't do anything about, and we watch it happen, and it makes us feel bad, and sediment gets on us and changes us. That's why as people get older, they're less happy, isn't it? They get all covered up with this sediment. That is how it happens, Sarah. Little by little, people find things to worry about, and they feel less and less joyful as they find more and more things to worry about. But you know, Sarah, it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to let the sediment pile up on you, muting your clarity and your joy. If you polish your gem a little every day, you'll remain bright and clear, and anyone can polish themselves off anytime they want to by reaching for thoughts that feel better. You don't have to think thoughts that make you feel bad, Sarah. 
there are plenty of other things to choose from. So we started that last week with that, so I'm repeating a little bit to catch us up to to this week. I know Solomon, but I think it's rotten that they're ruining my leaning perch. Well, Sarah, you can think that thought. You are certainly justified in thinking it because there is truth to it. It is your leaning perch, and you have adored having it, and they are removing it. All of that is true, but the question I want to ask you is, how do I feel when I think about it? And if the answer is, I don't feel good, then Sarah, choose another thought and accumulate no sediment. Solomon, like what? You could think about how you have this wonderful treehouse now that is really is so much more than the leaning perch was. You can think about how you come here whenever you want to. You can think about the beautiful rope that you and your friends swing on. Sarah, your dear, adorable friend, the owl, is giving you some good advice. Think about how the river still flows and how the sun still shines and the rain still falls and the food still grows and the moon still rises and how the treehouse still stands. And think of all of the millions of other wonderful things that if you had time to think about them would make you feel good because they are just the way you like them. And then that uncomfortable feeling will just lift right off of you, leaving you bright and clear and naturally good feeling. That's who you are, Sarah. Nothing else will ever do for you. And in time, you will come to a place where nothing matters more than that you feel good. Looking at facts or pointing out truths will become far less important than finding thoughts that make you feel good. Sarah was quiet. She felt better, that was certain, but there was something that was still troubling her. Solomon had helped Sarah feel better about many things, and in each case, once they began to feel better, things seemed to turn around and the problems were fixed. So she started to remember about some of those things, and she remembered how her father was planning to move and how Sarah had focused their clear thoughts for a good feeling and then how miraculously things happened that allowed the family to remain. Finally, Sarah's question was clear. But Solomon, you always help us to feel better, and then things change for us. You've helped us fix so many things. How come we can't fix this about the bridge? Sarah, I have not been teaching you how to fix things. What I have been teaching you is how to put yourself in a position, in a vibrational position to allow your natural well-being to come to you. But Solomon, they're still going to destroy my leaning perch, my favorite place. They're going to ruin it. Sarah, how would you feel if several other kids from your town discovered your personal leaning perch and wanted to go there every day? I don't think I'd like that. 
But what if they really liked it? What if your leaning perch became their favorite place to be? Okay, I get it, Solomon. You think I should be willing to share. I know I should be willing to share, but... Sarah, would you try to organize it so that you could all have your turn? Would you pass rules and have a certain age or a certain size to be able to go to the leaning perch? I don't get what you mean. That all sounds like way too much trouble. I'd probably just go somewhere else. Sarah, you are absolutely right. It would be too much trouble to try to organize everything in a way that would please everyone. I don't think you could do that if you tried for a 100 years. But something that you can do that really isn't very hard at all is to take your attention away from whatever it is that is bothering you and put your attention upon something that feels good. It does require some effort, especially in the beginning, but in time you get very good at turning your attention towards things that feel good. And Before you know it, you do feel good. True, Solomon, but I still won't have my leaning perch. Sarah, isn't the reason you want the leaning perch only so that you could feel good? Yes. And if you do feel good, well, isn't that just as good, even though you don't have your leaning perch? I am teaching you that, Sarah. But getting things the way you want them is not about fighting others who want things differently. Getting things the way you want them is about finding thoughts that feel good so that you then allow or let in what you do want. Things always work out for the best. That is the way it is supposed to be. But if you are fighting against something that you do not want, you aren't allowing things to work out well for you. I'm saying that if you find thoughts that feel good, you'll feel good, and your leaning perch will be a non-issue. I don't want my leaning perch to be a non-issue. Sarah felt agitated. Solomon smiled. I wonder how an owl does smile. But anyhow, they write Sarah smiles. I mean, Solomon smiles. What about making your happiness your main issue, your only issue? Nothing is more important than how you feel. Whatever it is won't matter to you then because you'll always be happy anyway. Solomon goes on to write your own, to to tell in the book, Your only path to a joyous, powerful experience is to decide once and for all that you intend to feel good no matter what. And as you practice turning your thoughts into things that do feel good, you have discovered that secret about feeling good. I thought about turning my attention when things aren't going right and the day is kind of shaping up not to be what I imagined or being less than I wanted, and I thought about all the things that really set my day off, that really makes me feel less than happy. 
And I thought, this is the holiday season, the Christmas season. I hear all the time, Merry Christmas, joy to the world, have yourself a jolly, happy Christmas, and all these wonderful words of joy and love and peace. And it is a time of year to uplift our hearts and uplift our spirit and to practice kindness that overflows from our heart. And I thought, wow, there's so many other things to think about that are not dragging me down. And I do what has Solomon teaches Sarah. Make a decision right in the moment. Solomon goes on to say, Yes, let's remember, Sarah, your unlimited nature. An unlimited nature is normal. Feeling joyous as you move about is normal. Understanding that there is no death and therefore never any separation between loved ones, that is really normal. Feeling alive and aware, being so full of who you really are, that self Adoration is always present. Knowing well-being, that is normal. Understanding that no matter what, all is well, that is normal. Sarah sat quietly listening to Solomon's most beautiful words. Loving your life, feeling excited about what is before you, Understanding that the joyous journey never ends. Knowing that you can figure it all out as you go along. Loving others who will come into your life and play along with you the rest of the way. Understanding that we are all different and yet perfect as we are. That is normal. Realizing that you will never, ever get it done and that you never get it wrong, feeling so full of yourself and so in love with who you truly are that nothing distracts you from joyful moments. Now, that is normal. But everything else is all right also. Solomon, I'm just so happy. You are indeed So Solomon, what's next? Sarah asked excitedly, understanding that Solomon can clearly see into the near and distant future. More. More of what, Sarah asked? More of whatever you give your intention to. Wow, I had to stop at that. What's next? More. More of whatever you give your attention to. What am I giving my attention to in the moment and in the future that I want more of? Certainly I don't want more of um, feeling sad or lonely or depressed or confused or agitated or unforgiving. We're going into a new bright new year, but we don't need to wait in the future for a new year. We can begin right now. Think about what is it that you want more of 
by not thinking about what you want less of. I just named everything I wanted less of. I want to think about what I want more of. More love, more friendships, companionship, more people around me that are compassionate and giving and kind, being able to do more for humanity through my nonprofit. And I realized it is about putting my attention on what I want more of. And Sarah laughed and said, oh, yeah, it always, it's always that way, isn't it, Solomon? It is, it is indeed, my friend. It, ha- it always has been and it always will be. He knew how much Sarah had wanted to learn. And so Solomon came and helped give her that little, that little push, that little beautiful wisdom at a young age that she could apply all of her life. And when we have an opportunity to learn from someone wiser, perhaps, they say when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. And I'm always looking for my teachers. I I hope I don't miss an opportunity to listen to someone give me hope and advice. It is about what we intend, intend to feel good intend to make all the other things in life unimportant as we really focus on the importance of your life, your purpose, your passion, your understanding of your intention. Live life by intention. And part of that ingredient is happiness and joy. To begin from that place of power, when you are in a joyful mood and you stay in place, in that lane, and that's your intention, I intend to feel good no matter what comes up, you are in such a powerful position to negotiate your life with anyone that comes along because they can't push you off your path and say, why do you feel so good? Look what's going on in my life. You're sitting there so happy, so joyful. Look what's going on at work. Look what's going on around you. And you're like, I don't need to look around what's going on around me. I need to come from a position of power, of joy, reasoning, compromise, understanding. But what fuels all those things is from a place of being joyful, and not meeting people or mirroring and matching people where they're at because they could be very much on a much lower spiritual vibration where they're still learning, so we bless them. We have compassion on them. But we stay in our joyful power to negotiate life, to call in our angels to guide us. When an angel comes in, they don't lower their vibration to mirror and match where we are. They bring in the highest and best and good to the glory of the angels, the universe, to God. 
and they really impart to us our highest and our best. So this is the story of Sarah. Uh, It's book three. There's two other books. And um, I suggest with uh, the holidays coming, you may want to go on Amazon and buy it for yourself. A talking owl is worth a thousand words. A remarkable new way of looking at some old ways of having fun. And I think some old ways of uh, thinking, some old patterns that this book can shatter. You don't have to live in a state of feeling sad and depressed and the whole world's on your shoulder. Choose a different way of thinking. Remember your dreams. Remember to cherish your dreams, your visions. Cherish the music that stirs in your heart, the beauty that forms in your mind, the loveliness that drapes your purest thoughts. For out of them will grow all the delightful conditions, all heavenly environment of these. If you but remain true to them, your world will at last be built. Dreams, lofty dreams, and as you dream, so you become. Your vision is the promise of what you shall one day be. Your ideal is the prophecy of what you shall at last unveil. The greatest achievements was at first and foremost, for a time, a dream, a thought. The oak sleeps in the acorn, the bird waits in the egg, and the highest vision of the soul, awakened angel stirs. Dreams are the seedlings of the reality, and I bring up that from... um, Adams, who wrote that in his book, As a Man Thinketh. Because having a dream should come from a joyful place of thought. Having a dream comes from a happy space. And when you think about the composers and the sculptors and the painters and the poets and the prophets and the sage dreamers, These are all the makers of the afterworld, the architects of heaven. The world is beautiful because they have lived. Without them, laboring humanity would not be what it is. But somebody had a dream. Somebody made a decision to intend to feel good and to dream bigger and higher, beyond what they could ever ask for and imagine, And realize that you cannot travel within and stand still without. So today, why not intend to feel good? Today, think about things that are making you joyful and happy. Think about your family or your child's beautiful smile as they head out the door for school. There are so many things that you can think about right now, right in this moment, to change your thought, to put a smile on your face, to wear that smile all the time, to not let anybody rob you of that, 
that is a part of your personality. That's a part of make what makes you beautiful inside and out. It's a part of what the soul intention was when it came here, not to live in distress or dis-ease, but to live a happy, co-creative existence with God, with humanity, striving for and succeeding in feeling joyful. You can do it. I'm practicing it. I say practicing because, uh, as Solomon says, it should be who we are naturally, getting back to that natural, pure state. But I think over the years, all right, I may have had some sediment built up on me, and I need to get that polishing cloth out and polish up the gem that I know God intended for me to be, and you also. So just imagine feeling good, living in joy, honoring who you are naturally, and putting some of this wisdom of the wise old owl Solomon into practice and into your life. Thank you so much for tuning in to What If You Just Imagine, and I wish you a joyful, happy, and blessed day. I look forward to um, having you back on the call next week. My website is globalhealing-soul-utions.com, Global Healing Solutions, and my Facebook page, What If You Just Imagine. I'd love to hear comments and what you think, and be happy. Bye-bye. <laughs>